Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Let's Have a Moment. I'm so sorry for the late upload this week. I, a little bit of a life update. So in the last two months, I've been getting into social media management and it's just a career path that is obviously new to me because I've been doing makeup professionally for the last six years and I love doing makeup and I'm happy doing makeup, but I don't want to do makeup long term Um, so in the last two months like I said I've been trying to pivot my career into social media management and it's been going well but it's also been a lot of work just getting my feet on the ground and starting something so new and this week things have really picked up I've had a few meetings I've onboarded two clients so it's just been a little bit hectic and that is why the upload this week is late and I'm so sorry Um, but as I kind of gather my bearings I guess I'm trying to just juggle a lot and yeah so my apologies but as I get used to this new path in my life I feel like I'll have a better rhythm in the next you know few weeks so that is why the upload is late but this week we have a pretty simple and easy episode to go over because I had a really good uh, dilemma sent in and I had done a poll on my Instagram and let's just get right into it so the poll was you're dating someone you really like and can see a relationship with when someone from your past comes back This is someone you have history with and someone you think about often. Do you pursue it or lost their chance, I'm moving on? 80% of you said lost their chance, I'm moving on. The results of that poll kind of shocked me because most people really do lead with their heart most of the time and I know that sometimes choosing between somebody new and somebody old can be really hard. I honestly thought it was going to be 50-50, but that is overwhelming. 80% of you said I would leave it behind. Absolutely not. I'm moving on. Let's just get right into this week's dilemma and let's talk about it because yeah, let's talk about it. I have a bit of a problem. For the last four months, I've been exclusively seeing this guy. He has everything I want in a partner, and when we started seeing each other, we both decided to take things slow. So we have yet to make things official, but it's definitely coming. I know I'd be happy in a relationship with him and vice versa, because things are going really well. I met his family, he met mine, and I like him a lot. Well, a guy I dated, a different guy, A year and a half ago has, of course, spun the block. It's like they sense it. When I dated him, I fell in love, fully in love. He was so good to me and I messed things up. I was dealing with school, family problems, and the timing was just not right. He broke up with me because he felt like I was just messy, which I was. I was devastated when things ended, but it was for the best. I think about him a lot, and for me, he was the one that got away. After him, I got my life together, moved out of my parents' house, etc. He wants to meet up and basically take me out on a date, but me and this new guy are exclusive. Should I follow my heart, or should I decline it and pursue things with my new guy? I know if I see him, all those feelings might rush back, and it's just going to complicate so much. 
Oh my god, this is such a tough one. This is such a tough one. Oh god. Oh my god. Um yikes. I don't know what I would do in your position. I really really don't because you know, you said it yourself. I mean, things ended because you were messy. Things ended because you, you know, couldn't you, you were going through a lot. And now you feel like you have solid ground. You feel like you figured out so much. And this guy that you really had such a strong connection with is coming back. He wants another chance. He wants to make things work. But my God, here's the thing. It's like you're having to choose between something that at that time aligned with you emotionally, right? Things didn't work out. Things didn't go well. Things fell apart. But at that time, that was somebody that emotionally you wanted emotionally you guys had a connection with each other but you're a different person now you are a different person now you know you have grown you've become self-aware from that experience you have you know acknowledged that you made mistakes and you were messy right and so it's it's no shock that because of that experience you've changed Who's to say that if you were to give him a chance that you would even like him now, right? Like, who's to say? And you don't want to lose what you have with this new guy that you say things are going so well. You guys have met each other's family. You can see a future with him. You can see a relationship with him. Why would you want to put that at risk just to see if somebody from your past is somebody that's connected to your present? That's what you have to think about. Are you the same woman you were when you guys were together? Because that's really what's going to determine whether or not it would even be worth looking into. Because I know for me, like, this has nothing to do with your situation at all. My God, things between, things in my past have ended completely differently. But like, for example, like, if I were to meet, I, I, I was in love with my ex for a long time when we were together. Of course, we had a relationship together. But I was not that, I am not that person anymore. Like, I am not that woman anymore. I don't even recognize her. So, for example, let's say things between my ex ended copacetically. If I were to meet my ex today, what we wouldn't have anything in common. Like, we wouldn't have anything to talk about. I don't know that man. I don't know anything about him and he doesn't know anything about me because I'm a different person. Do you get what I'm saying? So, it's like, as you grow and evolve and move forward from your past relationships naturally you just become a different person so somebody that you may have loved in the past is probably not going to be somebody that you would love in your present that's the thing about growth is you become a different person as time goes on the core of you typically remains the same but you know you you adopt new ideas and you experience experiences that change you and so it's like you really have to sit with yourself and ask yourself, like, am I even that same woman? If you are that same person, then maybe. But even then, do you really want to sabotage what you have going on with this guy? The new one that you really like and you're happy with and he's really great? Because the grass is not greener on the other side. It's not. And sometimes you're self... Sometimes you're self-conscious like when you start moving into new relationships 
due to your past, whether you've been hurt or you've experienced pain, you may tell yourself like, is this the one? Like, is this guy for me? Is there somebody out there that's better for me? And I think that this generation and this world of dating that we live in today kind of subscribes to this idea that like there's always going to be somebody better there's always going to be somebody way better for you and while there are times where that can definitely be true at least for me I have an abundant mindset it only really applies if I don't really like the person I'm with you know like I can I could be dating somebody that's really nice and gives me the world but if I don't like him I don't like him. And so in that sense, I would say there's probably somebody out there that I am probably more compatible with. But if I'm dating somebody that I really like and I've met their family and they've met mine and things are going really, really well and we're happy when we're together and we have great chemistry and we have great conversation, I am not going to sit there and think there's probably somebody better for me out there. Why would I do that to myself? You know, why would I do that when this guy checks off every box? And so you might sit in this new relationship with this guy that you've been dating for four months and a part of you might think like, well, you know, I fell in love with the last guy so much faster, but that's not necessarily a gauge that you should be using to see if this old guy is actually your soulmate, but the timing was off, you know? Like you really need to take inventory of, where you're at today as a human being, as a woman, and take inventory of this new relationship that you have because it's rare to really meet. Not that it's rare. I don't mean to say it's rare, but it's like it's special when you meet somebody and the connection is there, the respect is there, the chemistry is there. And that I feel you have with this new guy, you know? And this old guy might see you on social media doing really well. Yeah, you you got your new place. He saw that. You graduated school. He saw that. You know, you got a great job. He saw that. So now in his mind, he's thinking things might be right. Things might be right right now. Like now she probably has everything I'm looking for that maybe in the past she didn't. But you're with somebody else, you know? I don't know. I think for me, if I were in your shoes, I would really have to look inward and really ask myself am I even that same girl you know and if you really want to pursue it at the end of the day you said it yourself you and this guy maybe you guys are exclusive I mean you you said you are but you guys aren't in a relationship sorry I don't mean to confuse you because I just went from one extreme to the other but if you do if a part of you does want to see this old guy if a part of you does want to see him and you're really curious and Only you really know how you feel about the new guy, right? So if you find that, yeah, you really like the new guy, but something's missing or whatever, and you want to see the old guy, I mean, technically you can. You guys aren't in in a relationship. He's, you know, you know it's coming, but you guys aren't in a relationship. So that is a loophole there. That is a loophole for you. But I'm going to give you an example of my personal experience and then you can take from that what you will so in july in in july in june and a little bit of august i was exclusively dating a man right i met his family and he only met he only met mine once but he did meet my whole family and i liked him i did i liked him but i felt like something was in fact missing and i 
there were a few things that he did that I, I didn't like, you know? They weren't bad things. I just, I didn't like them, right? And so while I was dating him, I did in the back of my mind think, you know, this might not be the person for me. Like this might not be the person that I want an actual real relationship with, which is what he wanted. He wanted a full-blown relationship, right? And while I was dating him, I wasn't posting him or anything. And this guy that I had been interested in asked me out on a date, right? I had only met him once because he was... He's, he's the brother of a friend of mine, so he's my friend's brother. And I had only met him once, and I thought he was cute, very successful man, older, and I thought, I, I knew that he wanted to take me out, and then he asked me out. But at the time, I was seeing this guy. Um, so I was really struggling with going out on a date with this guy behind the man I was dating's back, Or cutting things off with the guy I'm dating to go on a date with this guy. What I ultimately decided was that I said, I said no. I said no to a date with him because I was exclusively dating the other guy. Let's call the other guy Brian. I was exclusively dating Brian. So I didn't want to go on a date with this guy that had asked me because that would have one, hurt Brian's feelings. And two, like him and I had decided that we were going to really try exclusively dating just each other you know, um, eventually I broke things off in August because I had ultimately decided that we were just weren't compatible. We didn't, we didn't speak the same love language. We, we just weren't compatible for a long-term relationship. So I did decide to cut things off in August. Like two weeks after that, the new guy called, asked me out on another date and I went, I decided I would go. And the date was boring. The date was boring and it didn't, it it just didn't, I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it at all. And I, I never went out with him again. And I remember thinking, I'm so happy that I didn't go on a date behind Brian's back because it wouldn't have been worth it. Sometimes when you're dating people exclusively, you get like cold feet and you think, oh my God, is this going to be the person that I'm with long term? And you get cold feet, especially if you've been burned in the past. And we all know me personally, I've been burned by my ex. So I felt like I, I felt really proud that I didn't subscribe to this idea that the grass was greener on the other side because had I gone on a date behind Brian's back for this date that would have been boring because I ended up going on a date with him and I know it was boring I would have felt really guilty I would have felt really guilty I would have felt like I lied and I didn't like that feeling so I'm really happy that I didn't do it because it just didn't feel right so one I think you should really ask yourself if you're even the same person, if you would even have anything else to talk about with this new guy, uh, with the old guy. Two, do you really like this new guy enough to get other men to spin the block and like not even, and, and just ignore them because you're so into the new guy? Like how much do you really like the new guy? You know, really take inventory of that. And three, really ask yourself, like, are you even in a position to be exclusively seeing people? Because you can date multiple people at once. Maybe you're not ready to exclusively see somebody. And maybe you should really sit down and ask yourself those questions, right? So I think what I would do if I were you is I would sit down and really take inventory of, like, who I am, 
how much do I really like this new guy? How much do we have in common? Do I see a long-term relationship with him? If the answer is seeing a long-term relationship with him because you really just like him that much and things just work, unfortunately, you're just going to have to move on and recognize that when other men see you do well, they will want to spin the block. They will. Even if they were the ones that decided to walk away in the first place, when they see you doing well and they see you dating somebody else, they see you living life, looking good, working on yourself, they're going to come back. They're going to think like maybe there was something that I didn't see then that she has now. And you have to use your own discernment to decide whether or not it's worth looking into, you know? So just sit with yourself and really ask yourself those questions because you deserve to have clarity. But the only way that you're going to really get that is if you actually do the internal work it takes to get there, to get that clarity that you really want. So I hope that helps. Um, I hope it works out for you. Let me know. Message me and let me know what happens. I'm curious. Okay, let's just get right into this next dilemma. While I was looking through my camera, well, for some, oh my God, I can't even speak English. <laughs> what the fuck just happened to me so sorry um while i was looking through my camera roll for something i stumbled across screenshots of texts that i had with my ex during our breakup looking back now i can see how cold and manipulative he was and it brought me back i felt the pain all over again i even cried i'm so mad at myself because i thought i was over this i was doing so good and for the most part i feel healed So why did I cry? Why did I feel that pain again? It's been so long. Help. Oh, girl. Oh, my God. Let me tell you something. You do not need to be mad at yourself for that. I think that we forget that we're human. And a part of the healing journey is is that, is feeling those moments of being human and kind of stepping into a space that we thought we forgot about or a space that we thought we would never relive when you've been hurt when you've been betrayed when you've been manipulated when you've been emotionally abused you may be able to move on physically mentally emotionally spiritually but part of being human is kind of remembering what those feelings did to you in the first place You're not a failure because you stumbled across old messages and started crying again in the bathroom at work, you know, like you are a human being. And a lot of the times that means that you will feel human emotions. That's how that works. And so I don't want you to get hard on yourself because it's triggering Seeing those texts are triggering. Seeing old videos and pictures of when you guys used to be happy, they're triggering. Seeing their new social media and seeing what they're doing now in the present time, that's triggering. What happens is, is that when we go on our healing journey, initially, we carry the weight of all that pain. We do, right? Because we're experiencing that pain. As time goes on and we heal, we on a spiritual level, gather that pain and place it onto the other person, right? In our minds, like we've now consolidated all this pain and put it onto the person that hurt us. And if you don't see that person, 
It's almost like out of sight, out of mind, because you've had time to overcome the day-to-day pain. So your day-to-day looks a lot like working on yourself, hanging out with friends, doing well at your job, doing new things. And so you seemingly forget. But when you see that person or when you see texts like surrounding that person, when you get updates about that person, when you see the name of that person, there are moments where you feel that pain again because like I said, now this person carries the weight of that pain. It's easier for you to just kind of give it to them. You don't phys- you don't actually give it to them. You know what I mean? But like in your mind, like all the pain that you went through is so convoluted that you've just kind of dialed it down to your ex. Let's say your ex's name is Timmy, right? In the beginning of your pain and the beginning of your healing journey, When you think about Timmy, you think of all the things that Timmy did to you, cheated on you, manipulated you, lied to you, schemed on you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Timmy is not just Timmy. Timmy is all the things that he did to you. So it's almost like a rainbow. But as time goes by, the rainbow gets a little bit blurry and you forget all the little things that Timmy did. And all of a sudden it's all one color and that one color is Timmy. So when you think about your past relationship, you don't say he did this and this and this. You just say, Timmy sucks. Fuck Timmy. Do you get what I'm saying? You almost kind of consolidate all the things and you put it onto him and you move on. And then you run across old text messages and then you remember all those things. You remember all the things all of a sudden, one moment to the next, all the things that he did. And that right there is triggering. And it's human. It's a human experience. So it's not to say that you're not healed. You're probably very healed. You probably recognize how that relationship ended, why it ended, you know, what you could have done differently. You know, you've grown from that breakup. The healing journey has taught you so much, but you're a human being. And so when you get triggered, all these memories kind of flood back, memories that you've long forgotten about or you kind of forgot the details of because that's what time does. Time kind of gives us this luxury of not remembering things in so much detail, which is great. It's great. We don't want to remember the details of a life that we no longer live. So what you're going through is not a failure on your end at all. You've done an excellent job. You've done an incredible job. You have really kind of strapped down into yourself and really looked inward and you've really done the work to heal but like I said when you get triggered those feelings do come back this is somebody that may have hurt you this is somebody that really had such a big part of your life a life that you were once living so it's not a failure on your end and I think anybody that's listening that gets triggered this is not for you to be like wow man obviously I'm not healed and 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 Timmy is and look at Timmy with his new girlfriend living his life he probably forgot all about me this is not a time for you to do that this is a time for you to recognize that you are a human being you are in touch with your emotions and some things are going to trigger you you know it is what it is it's like if you ever run into Timmy at Publix in the fucking uh fruit aisle You know, you might get a pit in the bottom of your stomach. You might get the wind knocked right out of you. It's not because you still have feelings for him. It's just you're human being. You're a human being. And we are connected to our emotions a lot more than we think, whether it's consciously or subconsciously. So it's not a failure on your end. And I just want you to know that healing is forever. You know, we are constantly healing. 
Sometimes we're a little bit more connected to our healing journey and other times we're not, but we're always healing. And so when you can accept that, you'll also recognize that a part of that life journey of healing and really pouring into your cup, it requires you to sometimes feel things that you thought you would never feel again and that's okay. Whenever you feel triggered by your past, it's really important to look inward and step into the present moment. You have done so much work to get here. You are a different person. You recognize that the things that once hurt you, while they may trigger you in the present, they don't have control over you. They don't have the power to send you into a spiral. And that is a choice that you can make right now in the present. When you heal, what you become equipped with is knowledge that you can use, right? And so when you feel triggered by reading an old text message that your ex sent you or looking at old pictures that you thought, you know, that you want to delete but you can't really bring yourself to do it, remind yourself that you can feel a certain pain again, but everything that you've learned has led up to this moment. What are you going to do to use the things that you've learned to your advantage right now. This is why I talk about self-awareness. When you can dig deep and get into that that, that, that space of self-awareness, you can use what you've learned to your advantage. And what you've learned is this. You've learned that that relationship had to end. You've learned that that relationship was not what you deserve. You learned that that relationship was for the person you once were that you no longer are. You know these things, so while you can feel pain and you can feel triggered and you can be sad that it still kind of affects you, you can also recognize that that's part of the journey and that's okay and I can use what I've learned to my advantage right now in the present moment. Your past only has control over you if you allow it to, period. So... Let it hurt if it feels like it hurts to see an old text and see an old picture, etc., etc. But recognize that that's your past. You don't live that life anymore. And that's a good thing because you're a different person. You're a better person. So dig into yourself and recognize that you're no longer that person anymore. And you don't have to let your past uh, completely discredit the work that you're doing right now. I also recommend that you delete those things, right? If you feel like you are strong enough right now in the present moment to delete those screenshots and anything else that you have, delete them. You don't deserve to be plagued by that whenever you do see it. The best way to do it is just to remove it altogether. Remove the possibility that you can feel triggered by this. Remove the possibility that you can stumble upon it on a day that is going really, really well. You see it and then all of a sudden your day is going to shit. Just delete the possibility of it happening at all because at the end of the day, what are you really going to do with those screenshots anyway? Just delete them. Move on. You don't deserve to, you know, get triggered if you can control it. Because it's one thing to see your ex in public completely out of nowhere, but it's another thing to have things on your phone, which you use every day, that remind you of him, right? So you have a choice. You have power here. Delete it so that you don't have to run into that again and you don't have to feel that triggered emotion again that kind of puts you back into a space that you don't want to be in. 
And that concludes this week's short episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I, again, I'm so sorry for the late upload. Um, Again, I'm just trying to get my life in order. And there's so many new things that I'm kind of working on. So it just feels like I'm getting a little overwhelmed. (laughs) But I'm excited. And I hope you guys are doing your vision boards. Remember last week I talked about doing your own vision board. You guys have to do it. I'm working on mine tonight. I actually have to edit a few pictures to where like I'm in it, you know, because I feel like if I'm in the picture that I'm trying to manifest, then it's just going to work better for me. So I have to send, I have to finish editing them. Then I have to send them to Walgreens because I want them, (laughs) I want them to print it. So I hope you guys are working on your vision boards. 2023 is going to be a very pivotal year for all of us, like all of us. We have so much to look forward to. We have so much things to try, so many new people to meet. I felt like 2022 was an incredible year for me, to be honest, but it was also a year full of a lot of healing. And as you guys know, healing is really hard and it's it, it, it was tough. It was a tough year for me. It was an incredible year, but it was challenging emotionally. I feel like 2023, I don't have to... Um, be plagued by healing i mean i'm still gonna heal of course like i'm always healing but you know what i mean like i don't i won't cry as much next year i feel (laughs) i cried a lot this year i did i cried a lot this year and i don't see that happening i mean if it happens next year obviously it happens but like do you know what i mean like this year was a very uh emotional year and so i just i look forward to 2023 knowing that it's going to be a really happy year even though this year was happy i don't know what the fuck i'm saying listen i love you guys i want to say thank you so much for being so supportive for the podcast in just the few weeks that we've been doing this the insights for the podcast are incredible the podcast is doing really great and i really love that we're building a community here it makes me so happy i could just cry today i got the most beautiful message in my dm and um I'm going to (laughs) cry. I have so much gratitude and um, I feel so lucky to have you guys listen in and send me messages and um, feel empowered, feel empowered by the podcast because you guys feel empowered by the things I say, but you guys empower me. You guys give me, make me, um, you guys hold me accountable to show up and do something like this. And I just want to say thank you so much. I feel so grateful. If you guys haven't left a review, you can. It would be wonderful. And if you want to send your dilemmas in, you can at lhampod at gmail.com. Or you can just directly message me on Instagram. The choice is yours. Both of those um, links will be in the description for this episode. Next week, we're back with two episodes I'm going to try and record them before the holiday festivities begin so that they can go up a bit early because I know everybody's going to be so busy next week. I'm going to try my best to record them earlier so that they can go up early on Wednesday and Thursday. Either way, two episodes go up next week. And if you haven't heard my Alone for the Holidays podcast episode, you should listen to it. It's a great episode if you haven't heard it and you're feeling a little bit lonely or you're just concerned about, you know, just being alone for the holidays. It's a good one. So I want to say thank you guys again and I'll catch you next week in our next episodes.